I need a refill. <laughs>back refillers to another star wars saturday i'm here with my co-host brandon park what's up brandon how's it going dylan it's going well uh we've got a nice episode here today we're going to do the rewrite of episode eight of our three-part series of the sequel rewrites um but before we get started brandon is there anything you want to talk about within the star wars news going on today uh, I know you were telling me that there's been some uh, Kenobi news. Uh, is it the uh, Hayden Christensen uh, or Christensen um, Kenobi hat? Yeah, he's wearing yeah. a Kenobi stunt hat. Which, yeah. I mean, I think Hayden was pretty known to do his own stunts back in the day. So I wonder if he's still prominent to be doing that now, with his even with his older age. Um, I'd be curious to see, you know how he does with his stunts or if they hire somebody else. But hey, for now, I mean, we'll see what happens when the show comes out. I'm really pumped to see that. Uh, somebody was joking around on Twitter like, oh, the Book of Boba trailer looks dope. And it was a picture of the guy who plays Boba in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, the trailer for that hasn't come out yet. But I feel like maybe on Disney Day we'll get a trailer for Boba. I mean, that's like already in December. We're four months out. Yeah. It'd be nice to see. Just a little glimpse, even if it's a teaser. When is Disney Day again? Um, I think it's l- like middle of November. It's like November. Oh, November, November, okay. Because I, I was going to say that was going to be my guess around that time or Halloween. Yeah. Um, I remember Disney Plus coming out like right before December. So I think December 20th or November 20th or maybe November 15th. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. But, um, did you get to watch the trailer for Visions yet? I have not, actually. That's next week already. So we'll have to, depending on when it comes out, I believe it's either Wednesday or Friday, but we'll have to maybe do a a review on Visions if you're into anime at all. Um, did you ever watch anything growing up? Um, not a ton. Um, I think it was One Piece I used to watch with my uh, cousin. Yeah. The one Is that the one with the pirate ships? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a little bit of that one. I was a big um, Do you consider Avatar anime? Um, I guess because they had comics in a way, but that was more cartoonish. But I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, it's, it's what it's whatever you make it. Um, I guess Avatar: Last Airbender could have been anime. I watched uh, Cowboy Bebop a couple of times. Okay. And uh, what's the one that I wanted? To, Hunter Hunter is the one I wanted to get into. Gotcha. I was big in Naruto. I don't know if you ever watched that one, but Naruto was huge. Um, all the jujitsu and stuff. And yeah, I've like, heard a, I've heard a ton of good stuff about it. Used to read those books, all the comics, and used to watch the shows, played the video games. I had all the accessories, and we would practice in the yard. And it was kind of like WWE for me when we would have the belts and wrestle in the yard. Fair enough. That's how I was with Pokemon, basically. Oh, I was huge into Pokemon. I liked like Yu-Gi-Oh and Digimon, but dude, Pokemon's a whole other level. Po- Pokemon, 
my childhood was really Pokemon and Star Wars. Yeah. That that's like, I knew everything there was to know about them for like a kid my age at least. Yeah, I was I was a nut. I mean, even being an eight year old kid knowing all the Star Wars stuff I did. I mean, you gotta imagine when like Revenge of the Sith came out, we were just old enough to like really know what was going on, and oh man, I remember like just falling in love with um, just the Star Wars franchise. But, I mean, my dad would always watch the old ones with me. And then when those ones came out, that was awesome. But, yeah, so we got Kenobi soon. Hopefully early next year. We got Disney Day coming up. Book of Boba in December. We got Vision starting next week. Um, other than that, Brandon, I think that's really it for, like, Star Wars news. Have you been watching any Star Wars theory? Uh, no, but I actually would like to talk about something. I texted you earlier about this. Yeah. Um, so I was, uh, I just so, for whatever reason, decided to watch Phantom Menace today. And, um, you know, I just was going to decide that I wanted to pay attention to, uh, like, their lightsaber abilities. And, like, Qui-Gon Jinn just guys ass absolutely beat the entire time. Yeah. He got, he got one... One good move when he kicked Maul down, um, like, a couple floors. But other than that, he got his ass absolutely handed to him. It was like the dude should have, like, retired from being a Jedi or something. Now, do you blame that on the actor Liam Neeson and, like, the editing crew? Or do you solely believe that that was done on purpose? So, I think it was done on purpose. But I... It makes me wonder why people praise him so much. Yeah, I think maybe we just didn't get enough of him, and maybe people just always wanted more. And that's understandable. I I always wanted more, but oh, I don't yeah. know. After yeah. watching that, I I wasn't sure if it was just Liam Neeson or what the hell it was, but it was pretty pathetic. Could have been, could have been poor acting. Um, I mean, maybe Liam Neeson just wasn't meant to be a Jedi himself, but um. I don't know. I mean, that fight scene was always supposed to. I mean, the the fate of Anakin's life was in the hands of that fight. I mean, uh, it brings up a good question of like, what would happen if Liam or if um, Qui Gon Jinn lived? You know, would he have trained Anakin? And you know, would Obi Wan been his mentor like he was? Um, you know, there's a lot of questions that speculate from the idea of what if. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you know? Uh, I actually just brought an idea to my mind. No one ever talks about this, but what if both Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan died by Darth Maul? Oh, Darth Maul. What would, would happen with Anakin? Because they didn't want to accept him. No, but Darth Maul would have taken Anakin and his Padawan, and then Pat, or Palpatine would have been one step closer to reaching what he was always looking for. and that was. Well, he would have got his full potential. He wouldn't have lost all his limbs, basically. Yeah. And cooked like some eggs. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I always thought that Darth Maul would be his uh, master. And then because of the way he was treated by Palpatine, Darth Maul would basically roughhouse Anakin. And then Anakin would be such a ruthless leader eventually. And he would be, it would almost be like a parallel universe of like him uh, chopping off Dooku's head with the sabers. I almost feel like at one point he would have to face his own master in front of Palpatine and he'd be like, do it. And then, like, he'd have to kill Darth Maul. And, like, that's how he'd become, like, the sole Darth Vader. Yeah. Crazy. 
Um, so are you ready for this episode eight rewrite? Oh, absolutely. So we left off with Ahsoka and Leia battling and Ahsoka knocked out Leia with the force and um, Ben Solo was rescued by Ezra and they fly off and a Kylo Ren steps up to the plate and tells Leia, my lady, they have escaped, they have the boy. And so episode eight starts off kind of right then and there. Um, Kylo Ren goes after Ben. It's kind of confusing because, you know, they're kind of the same person in the original sequels. But Kylo Ren goes after Ben and duels. Um, oh, by the way, I kind of like paraphrase a lot of this so it wouldn't be as long. But Ben questions who he is um, after he slashes the mask off of Kylo Ren with his saber and is revealed to be a scarred version of himself. Um, the Kylo Ben that we meet is actually a clone being, one of the last ditch efforts to try and clone a force wielding being. Um, Leia basically didn't know about this, but her master Snoke behind the scenes knew that her son had the, you know, Skywalker in him and that they were going to try to clone him while he was young. And when he was old enough, um, they ended up turning him into, you know, a Sith Jedi or, you know, a Sith uh, saber-wielding soldier. But anyways, Han thought Ben was protected from his mother, but really she had been given the perfect soldier apprentice son, and she didn't even know it. Her master Snoke, another clone, but a Palpatine, and the Kamino Owens, they mixed uh, Palpatine's DNA with the Kamino Owens, and they gave her Kylo Ren when it was time. Ben convinces himself that their mother's vision is clouded by the dark side and that they must work together to bring light back to the galaxy. Uh, the third act involves Leia battling both Bens, but is surprised that Kylo was her son all along. Snoke watches from basically his little throne. Um, Kylo is killed, but Leia is awakened by the light side and Ben, and together they defeat Snoke, and they leave together. From the shadows of um, that room, a being shouts, No! It's Palpatine. And you see just Palpatine's cloak, and then the movie ends. Um, so I want to add that, yes, Palpatine somehow returned. But I did write in my notes for Episode 7 that Palpatine has been toying with Leia's thoughts and feelings. He survived the fall, similar to Darth Maul, and is preparing his army on Exegol like we saw in Rise of Skywalker. He thought Luke was the chosen one, but realized Leia was so much stronger. Wow. Yes. And that concludes my episode eight rewrite. I loved it, honestly. Honestly, we really need to pitch something. I mean, I'm or you need it. to pitch something. I'm here for As it. like a what a, like a what if like movie series even. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Yeah, I I liked it. There's not really anything that I would have like changed about it i i loved every bit of it i didn't add as much detail this time only because 
when you get too much detail, you, you tend to still feel like you left some stuff out. So I tried to leave it pretty basic so that you could add more to it. Like I never really touched on where Khan and Chewie were or where Ahsoka, Grogu, and Ezra were, but the main plot is just that Ben and his clone face off against Leia. They, Kylo is then killed and Leia is awakened from the light side. And, um, they'll just lead right into episode nine. Fair enough. Where is uh, Chewie? Um, well, Ezra... Hold on, how did I end that one? Uh, episode seven ended with Han and Ben getting rescued by Ezra. Um, I'm pretty sure I had Chewie with them. But, you know, the beginning of eight is when Kylo goes after Ben and they duel. Um, so Kylo went after Ben in their ship. So it was kind of like a in space for a moment. And then they land somewhere like after reaching hyperspace and blah, blah, blah. So really chewy. Um, I mean, it's kind of like, I can't really tell you until next week, but uh, a hint is we might see another rebel alliance in a way, but because they've not been mentioned once, except for Leia being the uh, rebel princess. More to come next week for the episode nine rewrite. Looking forward to it. I want to hear what Chewie said. Oh, yeah, Chewie. (laughs) With that being said, Brandon, um, I wanted to kind of do a quick review on the Dr. Squatch Star Wars collection. Um, we talked about a little bit of this off the podcast. I was really excited when I got this set. Um, Dr. Squatch, for anybody who doesn't know, is a organic soap that's made for men. Um, they came out with a cool Star Wars collection that was out of this world, out of this galaxy. Um, there's four soaps that are entailed. There's the Only Hope soap, which is the Obi-Wan Kenobi soap. And it says, cleanse yourself with the soothing blend of thyme leaf and benedict clay that will guide you to truly clean skin and refresh your soul. Um, It says, yeah, benedict clay, zero grit. Smells pretty good. Um, There's the wisdom wash, which is Master Yoda's. And that one, feel the lotus leaf, nourish your skin and refresh herbaceous scent calms your mind and clears your thoughts um so the main scent is lotus leaf it smells even better that's kind of my favorite scent so far there's a dark side scrub with Darth vader on the cover that one's a heavy grit and it's got um let this dark powerful blend take you into its grip with mighty choke berry exfoliating sand and a tempting smoky scent that one's a nice smell too. Um, I like the scrubs for like a, you can use like two of these soaps at once. One of these is mainly for your daily wash and one's like a weekly wash. If you use the scrub, that's more for like when you want to get your exfoliation on like maybe some dirt under your skin and blah, blah, blah. But um, to finish off the collection, there's a ruthless rinse. Ruthless rinse. It's a heavy grit, much like the dark side scrub. And it's a Darth Maul branded soap 
Embrace the exfoliating and rejuvenating powers of black sand and dragon fruit while the spicy woody aromas consume you. And that one was a nice smell. I think my least favorite was the dark side of all four. The wisdom wash with Yoda being my favorite. I was going to say, what if you had to rank all four of them? Oh, it would be probably the Yoda, the Vader. No, the Yoda, the Maul, the Obi-Wan, and then the Vader. Vader being last. Okay. But if you haven't used Dr. Squatch, I do recommend using it. I've been using it for a year. Um, this is not an ad, by the way. I wish I was an ad. I love Dr. Squatch. Should have reached out to him. Um, I would recommend using it. It changed my skin forever. I probably won't ever use anything but Dr. Squatch from here on out. They have some really cool scents like Wood Barrel Bourbon, Irish Cream Whiskey, Birchwood Breeze, um, Cool Fresh Aloe. I mean, they got some scents that are just like, they feel fresh and refreshing and they're manly. And I don't know, they're cool. But, and they got really good marketing. Everything is social media based and they actually had a Super Bowl commercial last year. I don't know if you saw it, but. Yeah, I did actually. I forget what it was, but I know I, I knew I saw it for sure. They're funny. They always have like funny sayings like your balls will thank you and like this soap will get you laid and it's just kind of funny. But um, so yeah, that's my quick review on that. Um, if nothing else, Brandon, why don't we just take a quick ad break and we'll jump into the three blue milks. Sounds good to me. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that ad because I enjoyed it. Brandon, you ready for the three blue milks? Of course. Especially right. if you're going to use the, the special question. <laughs> I cannot use the special question. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, for your, flu, your first blue milk, if you were force sensitive, would you be a part of the Jedi or the Sith? You know, when I made that question, I actually really thought about it after that. And I would be a Sith. Wow. Not that I want to be a bad guy. I just think the Jedi are way too strict. I think so, too. I've always thought that, like, the idea of being able to wield the Force was, like, embrace your powers rather than constrict them. Right. As long as you use them for moral or good reasons, I mean, I mean, we see Luke choke out those droids in the Mandalorian and like that's a that's a dark side you know power but he uses them for good so right part of me believes that the dark side it doesn't really like the Sith in a way like it doesn't have to be so dark side or bad like as long as you know you're not being yeah or if it's like the Jedi like past the first trilogy yeah how they kind of like I don't know. It was like, you know how like back in the day, like it was more traditional to like. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna use that example. I didn't know. <laughs> that one, I'll have to tell you that one off the off the podcast. But, um, but basically, how things have changed from like back then to now. You know, what I mean, like yeah. shit changes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, second blue milk. If you had to screw one, marry one, kill one. Ray, Padme, and Leia go. Uh, even though I really don't care for her actual character, I love her as an actress and I love her accent. I would marry Ray. Fuck Padme and uh, Leia's gone. Wow. 
That's tough. Now, bro, the accent, I, I don't know, man. The accent does <laughs> it. I think I would marry Leia. Oh. Fair screw enough. Padme and kill Ray. Damn, that was the complete opposite. Hey, at least we're both just, we're just going to be Eskimo brothers, I guess. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What's your favorite vehicle in Star Wars? Slave like, 1, not even I close. Say, I feel like I didn't need that answer going into this. Uh... Oh, oh, geez. That's uh, Slave 1 you're referencing. Um, I don't think you're... It's not called Slave 1 anymore. <laughs> you're not politically allowed to call it that anymore, but... Oh. It's still Slave 1 on this podcast. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, I think my favorite is the Millennium Falcon uh, or the Death Star. I do enjoy the Death Star, even though the Death Star was blown up. But um, honorable mention, tie, the TIE Fighter like X-Wing, I do enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Um, but Millennium Falcon just feels like home because, I mean, we've been through it. We've been inside of it all three trilogies and – I would say a close second. Um, no lie is the uh, clones. Uh, I forget the name of the ship though. From which one? You know, like the the ones that the like the Jedi would fly on too. The transporters, like the yeah. Um, I forget. Yeah, I don't know what they're called, but I know what you're talking about. Like during the attack of the clones. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was cool. Yeah, uh, always enjoyed those. Was that the third blue milk already? Yep. That was three big milks. Dude, big blue milks. Yep. Dude, that special question, I keep looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know if I should ask it. I want to save uh, it. I probably wouldn't advise it. <laughs> I'm going to save that one for a special day. Fair enough. Uh, Brandon, you got anything else before we hop off? Uh, yeah, I actually started back my podcast again. Um. Uh, if you guys don't want to go check it out, it's a Walk in the Park podcast. I just uploaded uh, episode four on Thursday. Um, I had my buddy Josh on. We talked about uh, him starting to make uh, YouTube content for about a year now and starting his own Amazon business. Hell yeah. So, That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Great to hear. All right, Brandon, Other than that, I got nothing. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at brandon.h.park, or they can find me on Twitter. I have to double check my Twitter before I just send them to some random person. Brandon with two N's at the end, Park with two K's at the end. Awesome. You can always find me at DTF Nation, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow Refill and Chill on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you're listening. Leave us a review on Apple uh, iTunes, wherever you can. And until then, may the force be with you. Next week, we'll have the rewrite for episode nine. Peace, guys. Hey. Chill out. Dick Watt.